At last, brother, it's down to us, ironically, to tell our tale. Hi, it is, brother, and I likes the whale's song in the snow bear's cave, our stories torn by the sharks, moved and swallowed up by the jaws of war. Absolute cat's piss. Apologies for my French there, lads. Not at all. Carry on as you were. What do you mean, cat's piss? I think he means, John, that you're talking absolute garbage. Stay out of this, Jacob. This is between me and Martin. I would listen to him, Jacob. He's Scottish, after all. And you remember what Sergeant Thomas taught us about the Scottish, right? It wasn't a lesson about the Scottish that they can make things very painful in life incredibly difficult. It was, but you weren't supposed to say it out loud, you teenhead. Whoops. Brother, war has poisoned your soul, tainted your heart and conflicted your memories. I know that it hasn't been easy the last few days, searching hell and no man's land for me. But remember, soon this whole thing will be over, and that should be the end of it. Field. We are in no man's land, where it's stacked with layers of mud or a plain empty landscape, burnt and broken brim to brim. Brother Martin and John, I respect and understand that we have been changed, but we're not here to discuss that. So please set aside the fire you throw at each other and tell us your bloody story. Many years before now, me and my brother John were walking down the hill of our farm, passing apple trees and brushes, on the way to the tall, dark, wooden inn that we called home. Many early mornings spent, and late nights, picking, harvesting and growing crops to sell at the village market. But soon things changed as people slowly no longer came to the market. Only soldiers in search of fresh meat. To pick out the strong, fit and relentless, many were tested to run from the street square to the fence of the coal mine on the hill and back. I was the only young lad who managed to complete their challenge. After he was offered a position, he returned home to let mother and father know his news, even though I informed him with many stern remarks. That, after our uncle being lost in the previous conflict, mother might not be happy to hear that one of our golden boys was thinking of going to war. Regardless, his brother and I left him to his own devices 
and watched the aftermath. Of the seeds he sowed into our family today. And, as I spoke with soft regard, my mother rose pans and threw them left, right and centre out of anger and heartbreak. Meanwhile, father sat silently, as he had done for the last ten years. This wasn't his fault, as many moons ago he had a terrible accident that left him bare and lifeless. Still, we cared for them, as any son would. But this made mother's rage even more poisonous, as like the empty space where uncle used to sit, soon I would leave another. Unlike a whisper, so my brother fled like the wind in the night. Soon at the table, mother, father and I broke bread. But I snatched my piece from the thick loaf I reached over as to offer some to my brother. But then came to know that the chair was empty, as miner's casket. Weeks passed, and the land was quiet, off human touch the seeds tended to and river filled with frogs and tadpoles, whilst working day and night soon the need for escape pledged my mind, and so knowing I was too young to join up by chance, I jumped in the back of an army jeep, and covered myself in a green sheet, and exited at the training ground, and swiftly joined the ranks, as we marched through France to the gates of hell. Wow, and here we are. The five of us, surviving, living at the edge. I tell you, boys, I don't know whether we'll make it or not, but this moment is one for the history books. <laughs>